I just figured out that Joe Biden's White House press secretary does serve a very important purpose. If you're ever feeling bad about yourself or you have low self-esteem or lacking confidence that you can do something, just remember, this is the White House press secretary. It should cheer you up and you shouldn't feel so bad. Here's her latest word salad. What we are going to promise is that we're going to do this. We're going to move forward with a with a uh, with this kind of system, this immigration system that has been gutted, really, truly gutted by the last administration. We're going to move forward and do it in a humane way. We're going to do it in a safe way. Uh, and we're going to do it in the way that moves us forward. And so what we have been seeing, what we've been dealing with, again, is trying to fix the damage that the last administration do did. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. What we have done is we've we've opened the path uh, to uh, we've opened the path to to make sure that people have a way to um, to get you know to come through and do it in a legal pathway. Biden's White House press secretary, bunch of talking, not saying anything. I don't know. She spent a few seconds blaming President Trump, but of course that's ridiculous because we didn't have the immigration problems under Trump, and the system was humane. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Let's get going on real news. Welcome to Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on the notifications bell so you don't miss out on real news. Welcome to Open Source News. I am your host. My name is James, a.k.a. BCP, the Black Conservative Patriot. Hope you had a great weekend so far. Let's end the weekend with some vital news here. Please uh, do me a favor, just hit like, share, and subscribe down below if you're on YouTube, and give it a follow if you're watching this on Spotify or any other podcasting platform that you may be on. Moving along, moving along. Let me respond to my episode from yesterday in which I showed all of these train derailments, and I... As an economist and a man who likes efficiency, I said, why would there be so many cars empty traveling? It seems like logistically, if you would drop off a load, you would maybe pick up a load on the way back or what have you. And many of you corrected me and answered that question, that query I had, and told me, well, James, with coal and other things, they've, they go, they, they drop it off, and it goes back empty to pick up more. Others of you have said that depending on the material, sometimes it has to be cleaned, uh, before they can pick up another one. So they do have these empty cargoes. So, okay, all right. So I didn't know what I didn't know. And I appreciate you filling me in on that. But it begs a question that doesn't explain why we're still having all these derailments. And then people are saying like, well, derailments happen all the time, James. or like car accidents and stuff like that. Well, that's a problem. If we're having a derailment every single day, I don't remember, is it just now we're conscientious of all of these derailments keep happening? 
Well, apparently I'm not the only one. We have here that, uh, if you recall, last weekend, the previous weekend, a Norfolk Southern freight train derailed in Springfield, Ohio. This was the second one in a few weeks in Ohio alone. And it took out the power for over a thousand people, and people were told in, uh, immediately afterward to stay in the in, in their homes. So there is a public opinion poll that supports a push to tighten regulation. According to recent polls, Americans are generally supportive of efforts to tighten railway safety, particularly when it comes to hazardous materials. A premise poll from a few uh, from late February indicated that 76% of Americans feel more regulation is needed to ensure freight rail safety. So we have a problem here. Either there's something going on with all these recent derailments, or if derailments been happening all this time, this is a problem in America. We should be having a strong infrastructure and not having trains derail every single day or several times a week going into the ocean. And in many of these instances, we have hazmat coming out because there have been hazardous materials. So just thought I'd bring that up. But thank you all of you for enlightening me. Let's go over to Pennsylvania, one of the states that was affected by the East Palestine hazardous waste train derailment. The government and the mainstream media probably wants us to forget all about that, but we're not going to forget. But Pennsylvania next door has a senator that's not doing anything. We still have no videos, but we have more fe- we have more photos of Fetterman at the hospital released. And what, this is what we're getting, folks. He's a do-nothing senator. His staff and his chief of staff are doing everything. Once again, Democrats have non-elected officials doing the work of elected officials. Because even if he weren't in the hospital recovering from mental health issues, this is a no. Th- this is a no-good senator. He's got issues and he can't get the job done. Now we're getting all these pictures of him and his wife, Giselle, and their children and them putting letters. Oh, we love you, daddy. Get better. Maybe Giselle, they should just make Giselle, his wife, the senator of Pennsylvania. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, she can't do that. She's too busy being a bad A firefighter. That's right. Here is a clip from this week coming out of Pennsylvania. Sky 4 with Action Cam was over the scene where you can see a large number of fire crews. Officials tell us four apartments were damaged in the fire, displacing about a dozen residents. And take a look. Our crew spotted Giselle Fetterman in full firefighter gear at the scene of the East Pittsburgh fire today. So the wife of U.S. Senator John Fetterman is a new member of River's Edge 113. That's right, the proud wife of John Fetterman, proud that she was once an illegal alien from Brazil to the United States. Looks like she was fighting that fire really hard. Her hair looks great. She's all dolled up and dressed up and has her makeup on and can smile for the camera. Everything with these people, damn it, is manufactured and fake. So freaking ridiculous. It's the weekend, folks. Uh, We have to have a little levity in showing the craziness or we'd all get a little crazier still. Okay, some more news from Silicon Valley Bank. 
The employees received bonuses just hours before the government takeover. NBC News reported yesterday, Silicon Valley Bank employees received their annual bonuses Friday just hours before regulators seized the failing bank, according to people with knowledge of the payments. The Santa Clara, California-based bank has historically paid employees bonuses on the second Friday of March, said the people. Uh, you know, and the bank who were talking off the record or anonymously. And it just so happened that bonus day was the last day before the regulators took over. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Check out the size of these bonuses. The size of the, of the payouts couldn't be determined but SB, uh, SVB bonuses range from about $12,000 for associates to $140,000 for managing directors. It was the highest paying publicly traded bank in 2018 with employees getting an average of a quarter million dollars for that year. That was the average salary for this bank. Wow. By the way, there's 8,528 employees as of December and the FDIC said that they're still employed for the next 45 days. Now, what, this, what they're trying to do here, folks, I'm, I'm telling you, this is, this is all news coming out over the weekend. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank was shut down by regulators on Friday. As I reported yesterday, they were trying to find a buyer for it. And now, this is uh, the latest from Bloomberg. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation and the Federal Reserve are weighing creating a fund that would allow the regulators to backstop more deposits at banks that run into trouble following Silicon Valley Bank's collapse. Regulators are discussing the new special vehicle in conversation with banking executives, according to people familiar with the matter. This is once again coming out of Bloomberg. The hope is that setting up such a vehicle would reassure depositors and help contain any panic. They asked not to be identified because the talks weren't public. What is this? Increasing the FDIC insurance? No, an actual fund to just backstop these banks. This The vehicle is part of the agency's contingency planning as panic spreads about the health of banks focused on the venture capital and startup communities. Venture capital is risky. You're funding companies that are new and untested. We learned about this in 2001. 2000, 2001 with the dot-com crash. Remember pets.com, how big that was, folks? I'm dating myself, but remember that in 2000? It was, in 99, it was get ready for Y2K and also pets.com. Then Y2K blew over pets.com. Remember, that was was one of the biggest dot-coms, bust. And this bank catered to those businesses. And now they want taxpayer monies to create a backstop fund for these banks. George W. Bush, Obama, and now for the third term of the Biden administration, same thing. Too big to fail, prop up the big guy, the big companies, and let the little mans get screwed over. But here's a little detail you might want to know. 
those advocating for bailouts have shied away from telling the public that SVB employees and affiliates voted in the leaders responsible for the current economic crisis. Open secret data reveals in the 2020 election cycle, Silicon Valley Bank employees and affiliates donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to political candidates. Over 90% of the donations went to Democratic candidates. A small portion, $13,763, went toward Republican candidates. Joe Biden received the most donations from SVB employees and associates, followed by the DNC and Pete Buttigieg. Wow. Other notable names and organizations that benefited from Silicon Valley Bank employees in the 2020 election cycle were the Lincoln Project, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, and Raphael Warnock. They're going to get this little bailout money and they'll probably be uh, propped up. Also, another uh, clarification that got updated uh, yesterday was the SVB chief that I told you about who sold stock. We now know it wasn't in the two millions. It was 3.6 million in stock that was done. Documents show that CEO of Silicon Valley Bank sold 3.6 million in shares of the failed financial institution's parent company several weeks before its collapse, the biggest U.S. bank failure since 2008, and that sent a shudder of anxiety across the markets. A following with the SEC shows that Greg Becker, who joined SVB as a loan officer three decades ago, before becoming CEO about a decade ago, sold 12,451 shares at the bank's parent company on February 27th. He sold the shares in accordance with a trading plan a little over a month before the group sent a letter to stakeholders saying it would looking to raise over $2 billion in capital after taking losses. So right before they send the uh, signal into the market that they needed more money, he sold $3.6 million uh, of his shares, not the 2.57 that was originally reported. Hmm. But of course, like FTX, there will be no consequences. Uh, by the way, this is now international. Uh, UK and EU lenders lose $30 billion overnight as panic spreads. This is Kurt uh, Zenduka over at Breitbart. The fallout from the run on the Silicon Valley Bank in California went international overnight with British and European Union uh, lenders seeing nearly $30 billion wiped off their portfolios and the Bank of England stepping in to take over the insolvency process for the British arm of SVB to protect the deposits of British firms tied to the bank. Remember, this happened on Friday. We're barely on Sunday and we're starting to see things unravel because of this. All right, how about some humor in the form of Eric Swalwell? Let me play this audio clip for you. It's more powerful if you hear it and not see it. And you'll see here in a second why I'm saying that. Well, again, I, I think about our troops, and I've been all over the world and have visited our troops uh, in some of the harshest places, and uh, nothing makes them feel more like home uh, than... Than having a Chinese spy honeypot victim going to visit them. Loser Eric Swalwell. Their access, you know, to American television programming and a, and a popular channel is 
Fox News. And uh, again, I, I don't want to get in the business of telling troops what they can and cannot watch. Uh, but if you have a news station that a court is going to rule uh, is uh, in its evening hour, uh, you know, perpetuating dis and misinformation, uh, I don't know if I disagree with both vets who are saying uh, that we need to take a look at, uh, you know, how this is being broadcast to our troop. Here's a punchline. He talked about uh, maybe Fox News. I reported on this earlier that they want to cut off Fox News from being carried over to our troops overseas. He talked about Fox News pushing misinformation and disinformation while being interviewed by MSNBC. Can't make this stuff up, folks. Absolutely rich on Eric Swalwell's part. Do you understand one of the bad things that have happened but it's good it's being fully exposed with the Twitter files and what have you, is that government is undermining the First Amendment with our tax dollars. At least it's coming out. We've known it's been happening, but at least we're now we're having proof of it. These treasonous, traitorous, rat bastards working against us and our Constitution. Isn't that something? All right. Uh, John Podesta called out What's that all about? Senator Joe Manchin, the centrist Democrat who has been highly critical of the Biden administration's energy policy, released a statement in which he called beyond irresponsible clean energy czar John Podesta's remarks that the Chinese companies will be big players in U.S. domestic production of EV batteries. That's right. Cheering on China. China being big players in U.S. domestic production of EV batteries? Well, Podesta made the comment at an event that a renewable energy advocacy organization held. Manchin, who serves as chairman of the Energy and Natural Resources Committee, voiced particular concern over Podesta referencing the Inflation Reduction Act, which the senator authored, and the CHIPS Act bill, passed by Congress and signed in law by President Joe Biden last August as the funding sources. That's right, folks. Joe Manchin is calling out John Podesta for saying that, and of course, this is insulting to John, uh, to, to Joe Manchin because he folded on the IRA, the Inflation Reduction Act, because it's a Democrat bill. You know, it does exactly what the, the opposite of what the title does. It's going to and has been increasing inflation. How do you decrease inflation by spending more money and borrowing more money and therefore uh, creating more dollars and inflating the dollar just of course doesn't make any sense but that's okay low information voters yeah he did there and, and he did the uh joe biden great guy he did that inflation reduction act all seven percent of the people that still actually think that joe biden uh is running the show and actually a good president might defend that or just partisan people and some of the folks that still have TDS. As you're starving, as we're in war and as inflation uh, kills any sort of wealth, because inflation is a wealth killer and a secret tax, just be happy that there's no mean tweets coming from Donald John Trump. Ira... Includes, among other initiatives, 
hundreds of billions of dollars in investments in domestic manufacturing, research development, research and development, bolstering the supply chain and clean energy. In the wake of IRA becoming law, applications soared from companies looking to receive financing provided through the acts. This is what Manchin said. It is beyond irresponsible for someone speaking on behalf of the White House to not only condone, but also advocate for sending American tax dollars to Chinese companies. That is not consistent with either the IRA or CHIPS Plus Science Act, which has widespread bipartisan support due to concerns about supply chains from China. In other words, this fund was created to get us away from independence, supposedly on China, to bolster clean energy and electric battery production here in America. And John Podesta is out there saying this is going to be great for China in producing batteries, EV batteries here in America with American taxpayer money. Joe Manchin should just suck it up and do what I'm sure he's going to probably have to do if he wants to get reelected. I don't know if he has any challengers. I'll take that back. He should just go ahead and accept Mitch McConnell's invitation to just become a Republican. In a statement, Manchin also mentioned rumors that the administration is considering offering electric vehicle manufacturing tax credits to countries that do not hold free trade agreements with the U.S., which would deprive American electric car producers of revenue. He also cited Trojan horse agreements that allow China to benefit from U.S. tax dollars, partly through financing domestic electric vehicle manufacturing that uses technology licensed from China. So they get money to license Chinese technology, pay those licensing royalty fees and other money, intellectual property money back to China with American dollars. The whole thing is a sham. How do you, how do you, can you tell me, can you tell me that Joe Biden is a puppet? How do you tell me that Joe Biden is a puppet of China without telling me that? Good on you, Manchin, for calling out Joe, uh, John Podesta. By the way, here's another poll. One third of Democrats, not Republicans, believe Biden has a conflict of interest with China, potentially affecting his administration's response to China's aggressive actions against the U.S. This is a Convention of States Action Trafalgar Group survey released this week. The survey asked respondents, due to Biden's family's business relationship with China, do you believe Biden has a conflict of interest when responding to China's aggressive actions against the U.S.? Across the board, 57.2% said yes. But here is the big part, right? 33.5% of Democrats believe he does. Sorry, 33.3%. Wow, that's like almost exactly one-third. I mean, 33.3333333333 is. And it's 33.3. Believe he does have a conflict of interest. So this is not just a Republican or conservative concern. All right, folks, this is an interesting uh, Twitter feud here. I, I got to report on this. Elon Musk tweeted out, I'm not part of uh, MAGA, but I do believe in fairness of justice. Chansley was falsely portrayed in the media as a violent criminal who tried to overthrow the state and who urged others to commit violence. But here he is urging people to be peaceful and go, and go home. And this is a reference to, as I've been reporting, Elon Musk saying, free Jacob Chansley, the... Uh, 17 and on shaman who 
get for, got 41 months for being a violent activist in the insurrection of January 6th. But Tucker Carlson is showing the video uh, almost a week ago now, uh, this past Monday, showing Jacob Chansley being peaceful and being escorted by law officers, even trying to open the door for him in his White House tour. Keith Oberman, who is a has-been from MSNBC, but has these uh, tweets when he gets triggered and then gets pummeled on as at least is giving us some comic relief. So he retweets Elon Musk's tweet and saying, please remember to report this tweet for violating rules by denying a violent event. In other words, Keith Oberman was trying to say that Elon Musk should be kicked off his own platform for denying a violent event. And Elon Musk tweeted out in response to Keith Oberman, have you considered a career in comedy? And then Keith Oberman, a full day later yesterday, finally replied saying, have you considered a career in business? Yes. Have you considered a career in business? He tweeted out on the platform owned by Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, also the CEO of Tesla, SpaceX, Neuralink, and the underground uh, company, the underground transport company. Have you considered a career in business? Wow, these partisan hacks are ridiculous. Anyway, folks, those are some stories I wanted to highlight for you. Uh, Please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, If you're on YouTube, don't forget to check out our sister channel, The BCP Report, and our off-platform show, BCP Unfiltered, which you can catch over at The Real BCP and also at bcpextras.com. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless, and have a great weekend. Spend it with your family. I think I'm going to have one more segment probably for you much later today or maybe as a midnight show. Stay tuned. If you're on YouTube and you hit that notification bell, you should hopefully get a notification of our next upload. If you're listening to this or watching this on Spotify or listening to it in podcast format, uh, many of the platforms will also notify you when we put a new podcast up. Until then, ciao, goodbye, God bless. Big hug to all of y'all.